The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million dollars. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Strange News Daily is a production of iHeartMedia. In a world full of bizarre events, unsolved mysteries, and a billion stories from all corners of the globe, some news gets lost in the shuffle. This is your gateway to the stories on the fringe of the mainstream map. These are your dispatches in the dark. I'm Ben Bolin, and this is the Strange News Daily. Our first story today Researchers studying penguins on South Georgia Island are accidentally getting high. The teams, which are based in Denmark and China, were studying the effects of retreating glaciers and the accompanying surge in penguins on greenhouse gas levels on the island. South Georgia Island is a cold, overcast place located in the South Atlantic just north of the Antarctic Circle. The island's location makes it a prime spot for penguins. It hosts the world's biggest king penguin population, with around 300,000 breeding birds. Over the past 50 years, the glaciers on the island have been in retreat. For example, its Heaney Glacier has retreated a kilometer since just 1993. And as the glacier retreats, the penguins advance inland. This climate change is kicking off a feedback loop. The influx of penguins leads to more penguin excrement and therefore more greenhouse gas. The penguin poop deposits nitrous oxide and carbon dioxide, which are both pretty powerful greenhouse gases, into the soil. But this also leads to a difficult time for the scientists breathing in all that nitrous oxide. You might recognize nitrous oxide by its street name, laughing gas. 
The researchers sampled the soil at five sites between the glacier's front and the shore, and then they analyzed the soil back at their lab. The soil from the site closest to the penguin colony had a lot more nitrous oxide. This stuff can make humans feel relaxed and euphoric. The penguin poop itself doesn't contain the laughing gas. Instead, the nitrogen in the poop enters the ground, and while it's in the soil, it turns into nitrous oxide. Bo Elberling, the study's corresponding author from the Center for Permafrost at the University of Copenhagen, said after nosing about in guano for several hours, one goes completely cuckoo. One begins to feel ill and get a headache. All of this analysis led the researchers to conclude that penguin colonies are hot spots for greenhouse gas emissions, especially for the potent greenhouse gas nitrous oxide. It's possible, even probable, that the amount of gas will increase as the penguins move further inland. Of course, this study is not meant to suggest that humans should try to reduce the number of penguins on the island or anywhere else across the globe. I guess the moral is best summed up as, be careful what sort of poop you sniff. Maybe don't huff poop in general. Something like that. Our second story today, as millions of U.S. residents struggle with unemployment and privation amid the pandemic, the government still requires many people to negotiate student loans. This is a trillion-dollar industry that's been accused of hampering generational growth across a, a huge swath of factors. People laboring under the burden of student loan payments are much less likely to buy a house, to be able to save money, to have children, start a business, or reach many of the other goalposts that have historically been associated with adulthood in the United States. Over recent years, multiple economists, politicians, and other interest groups have unsuccessfully lobbied for some sort of student loan forgiveness, even before the coronavirus pandemic began. For some folks struggling with this massive student loan debt, there's a new ray of hope some light at the end of the dark financial tunnel. Anonymous donors have pooled together $8 million to pay off college loans for up to 400 students who overcame personal hardships from homelessness and extreme poverty to become first-generation college graduates. The donors are longtime supporters of a Bay Area nonprofit called Students Rising Above, or SRA. The money is intended to eliminate student debt for the graduates of the scholarship program. These donors are also passionate about tackling the issue of student debt in general. The CEO of Students Rising Above, Elizabeth Devaney, shared the news with the program's alumni and read a short letter from these anonymous donors. The letter reads in part, People lent us a hand, and now we are able to extend a hand to these young people, not to change who they are, but to reveal who they are. We believe it is important to leave the world a better place than we came into it. To that end, we have decided to pay off all student loans for the 400 Rising Star alumni to date. 100% 
of SRA students are from low to moderate incomes, and 62% are living below the federal poverty line. However, the average SRA grad finishes school with $8,000 in debt. Kimberly Armstrong, who owed $300,000 in law school debts, is just one of SRA's students who's now free from that tremendous financial burden thanks to these anonymous donors. She told a local media outlet, This is a shock. It's amazing. It's a relief. Literally, it's a weight lifted. Or take another example, Dr. Zachary Tab, who owed $160,000 in medical school debt and also agreed with the sentiment, saying, It's life-changing. I've had debt really my entire life, and it's just something that everywhere you go, it follows you. It's really a generational impact to completely unburden myself and all of them has a real multiplicative effect, not only on my fellow scholars' lives, but on the contributions they can make to society. You can see a recording of this announcement online. It's a heartwarming moment, and it's one many other people would surely love to experience. Currently, some 45 million-plus borrowers in the U.S. owe nearly $1.6 trillion in student debt. That makes student debt the second-highest consumer debt category in the entire nation. It's higher than credit cards. It's higher than auto loans. It's only behind mortgage debt. And as a result of this growing student debt crisis— Many borrowers struggle to pay for day-to-day necessities like rent, groceries, or car payments. This is all a new normal. This isn't a normal situation for many people. Here in the States, all residents live in fear of acquiring a chronic medical condition. Even without student loan debt, medical treatment itself can often be a one-way ticket to bankruptcy. Well, that was a positive story that ended on a bit of a down note. Let's try one more time. Our third story today, we'll call it Weird Science. An article recently published in the journal Science Advances details how scientists at the University of Buffalo and the Roswell Park Cancer Institute have bred a new form of human mouse chimera with the highest incident of human cells ever recorded. It's mostly a mouse but it's also 4% human and 100% cop. I'm kidding. I just saw RoboCop earlier this week. Anyway, chimeras are organisms that are made up of a mixture of genetically different tissue. In this case, mouse cells alongside human stem cells. Two weeks after the researchers injected human stem cells into developing mouse embryos, one of the newborn mice exhibited 4% human cells. That is an amazing breakthrough, a major advance, especially considering that human and animal cells don't usually get along that well. This may be looked back upon as a pioneering moment in the work toward more advanced genetically modified embryos. In the study, the scientists had to turn back the clock on human pluripotent stem cells taking them all the way back to the naive stage. And to do that, they found they could briefly inhibit a protein inside stem cells for up to three hours, 
and then they could hopefully reassemble this into any type of tissue they desired. Next step, the scientists infused these stem cells into mouse embryos and then let the embryos develop as normal for just over two weeks. They found evidence of human cells in the developing livers, the brain, the eyes, the heart, the blood, bone marrow. Once the team examined the embryo's DNA, they found that human cells accounted for anywhere between 0.1 and 4% of those developing tissues. So this is neat, but what does it mean? The scientists note their work may enable applications such as human organ generation in animals. Now that's some heady, sci-fi, possibly black mirror stuff. However, it's important to note that none of the developing germline tissue, that's what goes on to create eggs or sperm, contain traces of human cells. Meaning, for now, uh, these chimera are sterile. And that's actually somewhat reassuring, since chimera with the ability to reproduce could become even more of an ethical nightmare. What do you think? Should our species use animals to grow replacement organs for humans? And what's the genetic cutoff between human and animal anyway? Would a law restricting all chimera to, say, 20% human cells be enough? Should it be less? Or should the determination be based on brain development specifically? Although we do not have an answer to this now, we will, one day, have to confront this dilemma in detail as research continues. One last special note, unrelated to Chimera, Student Loans, or Penguin Poop, we have a new podcast at the iHeart Network. On October 16, 1972, a plane carrying two U.S. congressmen vanished while flying over Alaska. No wreckage, no bodies. The plane, and everyone on it, simply disappeared. This triggered the largest manhunt in U.S. history. And, weirdly enough, today, most people haven't heard of it. So what happened? This question has haunted journalist John Walzak for more than a decade. In our newest podcast, Missing in Alaska, he attempts to solve the mystery once and for all. Each week, Missing in Alaska follows John and his team as they travel across the country, following up on a case riddled with strange twists, webs of mystery, and allegations of murder. Check out the first two episodes today, wherever you get your podcast, and let us know what you think. That's all for now. As always, we're asking you to chime in with suggestions for stories you think your fellow listeners should know about, to pitch us your uh, best or worst dad jokes and puns ever. Most importantly, to let everyone know about your personal experience with COVID-19. You can tell us your story by tagging hashtag StrangeDaily on Twitter or reach out to me directly. I'm at HSW on Twitter or at BenBolin on Instagram. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Dylan Fagan, our research associate, Sam Teagarden, and, most importantly, thanks to you for tuning in. I'm Ben Bolin. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, stay strange. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. 
because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.